everybody, welcome to another episode of I Go With Ego. I remain your host, Ego Kelly Ikakinte. It is so good to be back with another exciting episode. Today I have a very special guest, Dr. Kinsley Kwemolo. Dr. Kinsley Kwemolo was born and raised in Eastern Nigeria, where he completed his undergraduate studies at the University of Portacourt in River State. He received a Bachelor's of Science in Biotechnology and upon graduation, he went on to work with Total Nigeria PLC in Abuja. In 2015, he earned a master's degree in biotechnology and genomics at North Carolina Agriculture and Technical State University. He also went on to obtain his doctorate degree in applied science and technology still at the North Carolina A&T State University. Dr. Ekwemolo is currently an assistant professor in the Department of Animal Sciences. Before I bring on Dr. Kingsley, we'll be going on a short break and we'll come back to hear from Dr. Kingsley and all he has to tell us on this episode. We'll be right back. Dr. Kingsley Kwemoloi, welcome to the show. How are you, sir? Thank you very much, Kelly. Thank you for having me on your show. It's so good to hear from you. How have you been, sir? I've been doing okay, especially during this trying period. I'm just trying to stay safe and make sure that things are done appropriately. And it's, it's been good so far, especially trying to adjust um, teaching from face-to-face to online. Um, it has its own challenges, but again, it's something that is doable. And the semester is coming to an end, so we're grateful. Thank you for honoring my invitation. It, it means a lot to me. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome any day. So could you tell my audience something about you, you know, so your country of origin and something exciting and interesting about you? So I grew up in the East, um, Emo State away, but I'm from Delta State, um, just like you, Kelly. And um, like I said, I had my undergraduates in University of Portacourt, uh, which I um, studied biotechnology. And then I moved down here to the United States to further my education, uh, whereby I went to grad school and studied biotechnology as well. Currently, I'm an assistant professor at North Carolina ANC State University, where I teach um, genetics and biotechnology. Um, I currently live in Greensboro. I've lived here for eight years. It's a school city. I love it here. and. Um, the environment is nice, it's, it's okay. Um, I'm someone I love doing research, I love asking questions, and if I love asking questions, it means I have to provide some of those answers. And my passion has always been to do research. Um, I love writing, and whenever I have free time, I usually sit on my computer and I write. And one other thing I love to do is to travel. I love to travel a lot. Um, here in the United States, I've been to over 20, also over 30 states here in the United States, and uh, it's just been um, good to experience and get motivated. I'm visiting other um, states as well. Um, I love tennis, I love soccer, just like you, we're um, Manchester United fans, we're <laughs> Devils, and it's fun. Um, yeah, that's the most part about me. And again, I, I think something I usually miss out. Uh, I love to party hard, you know, whenever I have that free time, you know, just to balance education, work, and also my mental health. 
So I usually hang out with friends and have a good time. Absolutely, you know, it's important, you know, to have a balance between work and uh, and leisure as well too. All right, so you talked about your undergraduate university, University of Port Harcourt. Yeah. Uh, why did you choose to, to do the course you did back home? So, like I said, we all started having a goal in mind. I've always wanted, I always wanted to go to med school, and the goal was to be a doctor. So we had to look for other ways in order to do that. Upon finishing high school, I decided to go to um, University of Patakot, and upon getting there, I got into the biotechnology program. And as soon as I got into the program, you know, as you grow older, your passion and your um, you know your choices begin to change and i found that that doing getting into that program would actually give me an opportunity to actually have an impact in the society as well so i chose to do biotechnology and um, university of patagot had a good program actually i think the program actually started two years before i got in so it was new and then you know there are a lot of resources available um, for us at that point and also, it also gave us the opportunity to go on internship, of which I did. Um, so that was, you know, very, very helpful for me as well. That's and it, it made my decision very easy. That's good. You know, there are so many countries in the world to go do a master's degree. Why specifically did you choose America? So upon graduation and right before I graduated, I, like I said, I went on an internship program at the National Research Crop Institute in um, Abia State. And they had a tissue culture lab and they were actually doing a lot of great research um, over there at the research institute. And upon graduation and looking at the job market in Nigeria, you know, I couldn't find any way that was suitable for me. Um, there in Nigeria, I, I know, I knew then that we had a biotechnology institute, but then nothing was really being done, you know, because biotechnology was not, um, it's still not really acceptable, all uh, the practice in Nigeria as well. So I looked into countries, I did my research, talked to my auntie who lived here in the United States, and uh, we decided that, oh, you know, there are a lot of programs that are available here in the United States, and I decided to go, you know, pursue a graduate degree. And, you know, I looked into several programs, and then I ended up with uh, North Carolina A&T State University. Uh, because they had a good biotechnology program. Okay. Not just that they had a good biotechnology program, they also had uh, resources, funding was available, and also I think the learning environment was also um, conducive as well. So that's why I decided to go to the United States of America. And again, the goal was to further my career and also um, have an impact in the society at large. Yeah, that's important. You know, one thing that you said that stuck to me still was research. You made a research before coming. So many uh, students before coming to America, they have issues, you know, they fall into the wrong hands of people who call agents, you know, that promises them, hey, you know, we'll help you do this, we'll help you get to America, pay this money. So for you, how is the application process for you? Was it straightforward? Did, you, did someone help you? Or how did you come about going through the whole application process? So for me, you know, just like you said, 
agents not that i have any problem with using agents um if you're someone that is you're too busy you can always use an agent but then again we can all do this application process ourselves it's a very easy process and first things first you need to have a plan and the plan is okay i want to pursue a graduate degree in order to further my career second of all you need to look into schools that are available you know you're not just looking into schools you're looking at schools you know there will be um conducive for you in terms of um, learning and also you're looking for funding because education here is not cheap it's expensive so you want to make sure you have all those resources available to you as well like i said it's the whole application process can be done in one day but there are several steps you have to complete before you go into the application process so you have to do like i tell um, people that ask me is first of all you need to have your transcript evaluated because that takes a lot of time west has to evaluate your transcript and it's a back and forth process so you always have to ensure you start on time and make sure you have your transcript evaluated second of all is to prepare your documents and the most important document is your sop which is your statement of purpose you have to make sure you draft it in the sense that once any professor or any faculty looks at or reads your um, statement of purpose they should be able to give you or get you admitted into the graduate program doing your sop you have to talk about yourself your passion what drives you as well as you have to talk about your experience in terms of your job experience your research experience again i'll also encourage you um, for those of you in your undergraduate program that are yet to graduate get involved in research if they're available i know in my final year at university of Pakistan, i did a project you know get involved in a project as much as possible um try to publish it there are a lot of journals that are available um in Africa and Nigeria as a whole whereby what we can actually publish our project as well have that published and talk about your research and also doing your due diligence you want to look up um research areas of faculty here in the United States and also align your passion towards what you're doing you know and that gives them opportunity to say okay and this student actually is actually interested in my research area therefore i will hire this particular student and once that is done you know you have that saved also your recommendation also plays a major role in the whole application process um if you have three um recommendations um that is needed for your application you want to get two from your professors and also get one of which the individual will talk about your character that's very important your your recommendation letter should be able to tell a lot about you um in terms of your experience your research and also your character as well as your passion as well and once you have those recommendation letters the next thing you want to prepare is your resume um i know you know most people want to have two three pages of resume and that's not feasible you want to just have one page whereby you highlight your major accomplishments that will tell much about you and once you have all those um, put together at, uh, and you know you go into schools um and look at their application process you can actually finish your application in one day so these are you know things you have to do prior 
before you start the whole application process have your documents ready look into schools and then the next step you want to do is by you know like i said while writing your SOP, you looked into research areas of interest you want to start reaching out to those professors there are several tools you can contact them via email you can also contact them um, via um, linkedin there are a lot of platforms that are available they have there's research gates of which you can contact um, professors as well and show or indicate your interest in their um, research area and that'll be very very easy for your application process again you know you want to put in the work um, most most agents won't do all these necessary steps for you but then if you take out your time you know have someone that uh, you know you look up to like i said you, it's very necessary you also have a mentor that will also guide you through the whole step and also you know give you um, feedback you know in, in terms of reviewing your sop telling you what to put in and what to take out and also your recommendation letters as well absolutely you know this is why i bring in people like you with much experience in, in this aspect you know to tell people the truth and what they have to do and the ways to go about it well you've heard my friend dr kinsley you know we'll take a short break now and we'll come back Dr. kinsley will still be here he will tell us more about postgraduate studies in america we'll be right back Hi everybody, welcome back from the short break. We still have my very good friend here, Dr. Kinsley Kwemelo. Dr. Kinsley, yeah. postgraduate studies in America, do you want to share some tips about the topic? Yeah, so in terms of postgraduate studies is, you know, like I tell people, having a lot of experience here in the United States, education back in Nigeria is very, very stressful. You know, it and it's stressful because most of the things we do are not appropriately planned. Again, we don't have control over things just like, you know, people go on strike, you know, the learning environment might not be conducive, you know, lecturers can, you know, stay and make decisions by themselves. And, you know, there's nobody, to, you, know, you know, to look up to and so on and so forth. Well, here, education in the United States is very, 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 very doable. You know, you just have to plan yourself. In the sense of planning, you know, when to read, you have to take, go to class, you have to study. There are a lot of resources available in order for you to be successful here in the United States. Again, I won't go into details on, you know, how to, you need to plan your daily life in terms of, you know, going to class, in terms of doing your assignments and homework. You know, but what I can say is that, you know, once you have an effective plan, you know, everything is doable in the sense that you you can plan your whole week, you know, and know when to um, do your homework, when to write your exams, when to study, you know, when to travel, you know, when to have a good time. Again, it all boils down to um, effective planning. So for me, that's what has helped me, you know, and I think once you plan well, you'll always be successful. Yeah, absolutely. No, I agree with that. So, how much professional development program and scholarships are there for graduate students in your school? So, North Carolina A&T State University is the number one public HBCU, and I think it's the number seven among other HBCUs. 
And I can tell you that we, as faculty, um, put in a lot of work in terms of making sure that funding is available for students. So during the year, during the summer, we're writing grants, we're submitting those proposals to ensure that we have um, funding for students. Again, we need students to do the work. So there are a lot of resources available. Um, the graduate school, um, I know, provides um, tuition waiver, whereby they waive over 50% of the tuition. And then with your scholarship, with either be um, also with your stipend um, from a teaching assistant or research assistant position, you should be able to cover um, the balance of your tuition as well as you know have um, funding um, or funds to um, you know live um, here in the city. Again, in terms of having a successful career um, here at North Carolina A&T, we have one of the biggest career fairs of which upon graduation, at least I know you're guaranteed a job. You know, so there are a lot of resources available. Um, the career fair here is amazing. There are a lot of tools um, like um, Handshake of which we can you can use and speak to recruiters one-on-one um, -on -one, as well as um, resources or you know certifications available for students in order for them to have a successful career. Again, faculty here at North Carolina ANC goal is to ensure that our students are successful that upon graduation they get a job. So that's our drive. And there are a lot of resources available for students here to be successful. And I can say North Carolina ANC has actually helped um, helped me in building a successful career. I had my master's and my PhD here. And upon graduation, I was able to go into a postdoctoral program. And upon um, getting a position as an assistant professor, where I teach um, genetics and biotechnology. That's great. You know, um, what people look out for when before they apply is to see a school that looks out for them at the end of the day. Yeah. So the, the idea of uh, the big job fair you guys have after graduation is important for students, you know, yeah. to get a good job when they're done with their program, especially for international students that have to do OPT, you know, it's important to get a job before the OPT starts to kick in. Yeah. What would you want to tell anyone, you know, who wants to follow the same footpath you followed, whether from Africa or from anywhere in the world, what to do and how did you go about it? So, like I said, you need to, everybody has goals that they set for themselves in life. Um, the first thing you need to set out goals for yourself and how you want to accomplish those goals. And that boils down to having an effective plan. So I'll always tell people, you know, sit down, you know, tell yourself, where do I see myself in five years? Of which that's one of the questions whenever you go for an interview, you're being asked because they want to see if whatever goals you have is in line with their objectives and their goals. So you need to ask yourself, where do I see myself in five years and how do I achieve you know those goals to be where i want to be in five years so you know have an effective plan you know in, in, in having that plan there are several things you need to incorporate into that plan you need to get as much information as possible have a mentor someone you look up to and someone that will be able to guide you as you go ahead so you always want to you know you know seek the opinion of your mentor as much as you can you know make sure you have that drive 
you know and know where you're going to and where you're coming from and i can tell you you will always be successful i agree thank you for those wise words those are powerful words that i know would um, help a lot of people you know find their feet and move forward in life before i let you go what is something on your bucket list that you want to do in america that you've not done so far <laughs> yeah um i know i've done a lot like um I used to love roller coasters and I, I went to Six Flags and I don't think I'll go back there anymore. That's <laughs> off my bucket list. Okay. As much as I love to travel, I love to fly. And I, I can tell you one of my hobbies is to see planes take off and land. I love seeing that. I love the view. And that drives me to my next bucket list, um, um, to-do list, which is skydiving. So hopefully by the summer of next year, I should be able to check that off my bucket list. Awesome. Yeah, I don't intend to skydive any day. <laughs> I'm very worried about flying, not to open the plane and jump out. Yeah. No, not me. <laughs> but I look forward to that. I hope, uh, of course, I, I'll, I'll come and say hi to you then, uh, you know, when you jump down. <laughs> <laughs> Again, before you, you leave today, any shout outs to anybody or anyone around to you? Yeah, I want to give a shout out to my friends. Um, they've yeah. been a uh, I like my strong network. I want to give a shout out to my family. Um, yeah, and uh, and thank you for this great opportunity um, for having me on your show. Dr. Kinsley, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for you know honoring my invitation. I hope to have you back in the future and to see how far you've gone in life. Thank you, thank you, yeah, thank you. I'll, I'll always be back anytime, any day. Thank you, sir. Mm-hmm.